disclosure and discovery. <laughs> if you fly into Maui and drive from the airport towards Kihei, you're bound to pass smokestacks from the sugar mill located on a stretch of land called Pu'unene. Smokestacks represent the industry that helped make Maui such a culturally diverse place. The people who worked for the sugar company came from all over the world, with waves of immigrants from China, Portugal, Japan, and Spain, just to name a few. Many of the latter immigrants moved with their families and were housed on the plantation. The housing of the workers and their families was broken up into camps, which were divided up according to ethnic origin. The subject of this story was born in one of these camps. Gilly grew up at Pu'unene Camp 5. If you look at a map of Maui, you can still see the road named after it. He was the third of 12 children born to parents of Portuguese descent. His father was a Luna, which was basically a middle management position on horseback. Gilly was a natural athlete who excelled in swimming, diving, and baseball. But today he tells us about his exploits in the boxing ring, knocking opponents out, fighting guys twice his size, and being an overall badass. From Hawaii Narrative Project, I'm your host, Bill O'Hara, and this is Disclosure and Discovery. We played a lot of sports. And an amateur fight? Oh, yeah. I wanted to fight, wanted to fight. So I go across Pune School at the Japanese school. They had the gym there. They opened up two classrooms, and that's the gym for Pune boys. The Kabilises, Shalitela, Raymond, Raymond, Raymond Fernandez, uh, Mountain, one Japanese boy, Francis Santos. Kabilis is the planet, all them, I think. Three of them used to box. Do, Dane, and uh, Adolfo. So I was learning how to fight, and I like go. Fight amateur. My dad refused to sign. Nope, not signing. Nope, nope, nope. You're not fighting. But I still wouldn't come boxing season in time. I go, I go train, train. So when we moved Makawao, 1950, when he came up here from K5, I said, you know, I get all that tra training that I went there. I got to go fight just so say I, I done that. I've been in the ring, you know. So I went. The first fight, I was fighting for Makawa Recreation Council up here. Al Suzo was the warden of the prison, or in the prison. Very nice man. I played a lot of ball, and El Suzo was the president of the Makewao Recreation Council. Tall guys to play football for St. Louis in Honolulu. So I fought one Hawaiian boy from Haiku. I won that one, won the kind of unanimous decision, three rounds. Then the second fight, I fought this, what do you call them, really, the, the borders at, at Honolulu. Okay. And he's from uh, Molokai, I think. This guy, Floyd Gatawan, you heard of him? He was the, after, well, I gotta tell the story. I fought Gatawan, second fight. I was fighting featherweight, 126. So the bell ring, the first punches, went through, he catch me right in my eye. And I look, holy sh. Now get two Gatawans in the ring, this I see double vision. Which was the real one? How can I fight this guy? 
I said, well, lucky. I could close my left eye, but I could never close my right eye and fight there. So I close my eye, oh, now get one, got the one, I fight him. Three rounds, I win unanimous decision. But he put me three days in the hospital, put me in the hospital. You did watch my eye, yeah? Yeah. You know, because you see the double vision. And afterwards, came okay, they was putting okay, medicines inside there, the doctors. So I could fight, continue fighting. So I waited. And then here, yeah, Gata won, was the state champion. Featherweight. His only loss was to Gilly Gamba. <laughs> That's right. With limited job opportunities on Maui and his family in need of more income, Gilly moved to the mainland where he got a job working for General Motors. Every two weeks when he got his paycheck, he'd make sure to send a large chunk to his mother back on Maui. But during the model change, GM laid everyone off with the promise of hiring them back at a different pay scale. Gilly, feeling homesick, decided not to continue with GM, but instead returned home to Maui. And when I came back, my friend Francis Santos, he was training the boys in Punani. And he had this guy, Leonard Rodriguez. He told me, he's a cocky bugger, Gilly, you know, and bragging all the time how good he is and all this. And Francis told him, you know, get one small guy going to kick your ass. <laughs> you know? No, no. He says, it's not worry me, you know? So I said, okay, I, I go fight. Never train one day. I land here today, tomorrow I was boxing at down fairgrounds. When he came out, I was in the ring first. When he came out, I look at him, Francis. I'm fair, wait, 120 something, maybe I got 130 now. But this guy's one light heavyweight, he's one big guy. No worry, no worry, Francis, no worry. You're gonna knock him out, you're gonna knock him out. Me, I said, well, after the first round, maybe it was kind of even, or I was leading by a few points on it. I told him, you know, if I don't knock him out this second round, I kind of run another gas already. The third round, he's gonna kill me, you know? No worry, you can knock him out. Okay, you can knock him out. I said, well, okay. I'm going to do my best. If I can knock him out now, it's second round, because I'm getting tired, you know? <laughs> so I've been catch him with one left hook. Like that, over here. Down. And they, and I'm standing over him like that, and they're counting. One, and me telling him, two, hey, you sucker. You better stay down. If you don't stay down, you're going to kill me the next round. <clears throat> and then the big smelling salts, he was out. He was out. So I was lucky. And I fought one more after that, one other Hawaiian boy, and I won. I had four fights, one knockout, three decisions. Undefeated. Undefeated, yeah. But I was happy. Mahalo to Gilly Canberra, he still lives on Maui at his old family house, where he spends most of his time woodworking. For more information, go to hawaiinarrative.org, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hawaii Narrative. Subscribe to us on Stitcher and iTunes. To find the music used on this podcast, go to soundcloud.com slash hawaiinarrative. This is Disclosure and Discovery. <laughs>